Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My guests today are dad and daughter team, Tomasini family, Lisa and Luca, from the San Gervasio Winery, which is near Pisa on the Tuscan coast. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so who are we going to start with? Who's going who's to give us a bit, little bit of family history? Well... Me, I'm gonna start. No hesitation there, <laughs> was there? No hesitation on it. Yeah, well, San Gervasio actually is the name of a little village in Tuscany, uh, in the Pisa district, and it's property of our family since the 60s. So it's uh, it's a very long time. My grandfather bought the estate at that time, yeah. Was he Tuscan? Your yeah, mom? Tuscany, yeah. So, but was he from Siena, was he from Florence? Uh, well, no, we are between Pisa and Florence. 30 kilometers from the coast. Okay. And dad? So did you learn everything from dad or how did that work? What's the family yeah, dynamic? Yeah, well, actually, I learned a lot from my dad. Yeah, but not uh, too much then. Yeah, well, experience is, is very important, actually. So I learned a lot staying at the vannery. So you took over from your father, was that correct? Yes. So when, was, when, when was that? My father was died in 2002. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my father bought the winery in 1960, and there was the moment that in my area everybody don't want to stay in the countryside, but my father loved uh, this and uh, as the occasion, and uh, in the finish he bought San Gervasio. Was it totally ruined when he bought it? Yes, the the, the buildings. The buildings were we make a big uh, construction for to make the the, uh, the renovation. Was it a mixed farm? Was it like cows and uh, or was it just cereal crops or was it vineyards? What was there at the time? At the time, it was the mainly was the the agriculture of the the cereal and the vineyard was the very little part. So, but they we they produce only very traditional wine and for only table wine and not uh, and not uh, the, the wine that we are producing now so I make the change okay so when my father decided that I can take the, the to drive the the winery and uh, so in the finish I decide to have uh, this way of uh, production so you planted and vineyards you planted some new vineyards yeah I so planted new vineyards I, I make the renovation of the vineyards here see by year step by step and but in, in the first when I, I start I decide to have organic production why in the in the, because it's my lifestyle so and uh, I teach uh, to uh, my daughters. To, so this is the clean lifestyle. But that was quite unusual. Even even I know Tuscany's been quite far ahead in terms of uh, organics. But that was when were you starting organics then in the eighties? In uh, so before my father in, in his simple uh, mind. So he started to have his organic. But I start to have the certification in 94 okay because uh, so at the moment i understand that is necessary who somebody take the paper so in italy is important the paper you know but in the finish uh, the certification, we, the certification yeah. is important and now for the market is uh, very important but so i make this decision when nobody believe in organic organic production. Okay, so you're organic pioneer. So Lisa, what is um what is the what are the mar- what are the wines that you're making in the markets that you're going for? And do you sell them as organic or do you just say listen we make a, a good wine and it happens to be organic? How what's your no. approach? Well, our approach is to let people taste the wine first and then we say that it's an organic wine as a added value. So for us is a 
yeah, lifestyle, but it's an added value. Okay, right, so <laughs> what are the main brands, the main wines, the main varieties? Well, main varieties, main variety is Sangiovese, right. definitely. Um, and you, what are you making? Are you making Chianti? Chianti. Colli Pisani or not? Pisa Hills? Chianti di OCG. Okay, Chianti so you've kind of opted, you could be Collini, you could be yeah, Pisa Hills, right? we could right? be Pisa Hills, but we decide to be Chianti di OCG, Chianti Riserva as well. And Assirio, it's our most important wine. So what is the blend of Assirio? It's 100% Sangiovese. So you're really focused on Sangiovese? Definitely. Why does it work so well where you are? Why does it taste so good from where you are? Well, mainly our wines are very fresh and tasty. This is because of our soil. So we have a very sandy soil with a lot of limestone, a lot of fossil shells. And this minerality is the main character of all our wines. So from Sandy Soil, you're getting a, um, a very fluid yeah. Sangiovese that's really yeah, easy fluid, to appreciate fresh. on its own. Yeah, yeah definitely. What about, um, Luca, what about on the, on the, on the, sorry, on the winemaking side? How easy is it to, to work with Sandy Soil? Because they're not always easy to work with. They're easy to work because they're quite yeah. light, but they're not always easy to work with, if you yeah. see what I mean. Uh, What's the secret? So uh, the secret is that uh, normally we, we make the to reach the, the, the soil with the cereal because uh, the, the roots, it's very important to come through the soil to have the oxygen and the water. So you're putting a cover crop in Sofesho? Yeah, absolutely. So basically, yeah, so a cereal crop, that's really good at building organic matter and getting some substance yeah. Yeah. into the soil so that it retains water. Yeah. It's, it's 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 not only or not only the water, but it also the oxygen is a very, very important part. And especially in the sandy soil, uh, is important for to because uh, this kind my soil is is close to the to the feet of the plant, and the plant may be need more oxygen, and we work the soil with the machine for to have more soft soil, and this is the the really key. Also, we are in a, in the place that we have not no much rain normally, and so in this this in this way we help the plant for to preserve the humidity in the soil and to have more oxygen. Yeah, so the the, the cereals are really good at building organic matter. Yeah decomposes in the soil, it forms like a spongy, hummusy material and when it rains, the rain is absorbed and so that when the vine is thirsty, say, hey, I can go to the fridge, I can take some water. No, <laughs> yeah, no, but no, no, we don't, we don't take some more, more water no. to the plant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about the fridge. Okay. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. No, this is the rainwater, so that it, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like a sponge and then the, the grapes, when they were the vines, when they need it, they can drink. Yeah. Do your neighbours think you're a little bit crazy? Obviously, you've been doing organics for a long time and they've seen that you've had a lot of success with it. Do they ask you questions? Hey, what is the secret? Can you give us some tips, or do they just still think you're crazy? So um, I think I'm a little, a little bit crazy because so I decided also since 2003 to stop any chemicals. Really? So, yeah. So I used the wild yeast uh, from 2003, mm -hmm. and in the winery, in the winemaking, in the making, so wild ferments. So, yeah. Yeah, so I now at the first, so I remember it was very crazy because uh, I don't have experience. But after this long time, uh, I think that this choice is very the real key for uh, to to understand the wine of my area because I want that the people understand the wine of San Gervasio. And I, for explain the soil, it's necessary that you don't use any chemicals in the wine. Yeah, to have a wild yeast ferment, you've got to have a lot of microbiology in the vineyard, happy microbiology in the vineyard, yeah? yeah. So when, when you're out selling the wine, do people, um, obviously the price, the labeling, the packaging, all that kind of thing, do they ask you, is it wild fermented? Do you get asked that? Oh, uh, well, if you are in front of a wine lover, probably yes. 
people are interested in asking also about the, the winemaking. Uh, so sometimes for us it's, uh, it's interesting to talk to those people and explain them how we work in the vineyards and in the, in the cellar as well. Well, the big public maybe maybe don't ask. The general public. The general public. They just want a good yeah. bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. just want a good bottle of wine. Yeah. So do you have like an agritourism? Uh, do you have like accommodation? Yeah. yeah, we do. We have 10 apartments that we rent at the estate. Do people care that you're organic? I mean, like mums with kids and mothers with children, do yeah. they ask or do they just not really Yeah, bothered? well, it's, it's growing, definitely. Well, at the beginning, as my father said, <laughs> everybody <laughs> thought that we were crazy. Uh, but now it's really part of a lifestyle more and more. Also in Italy, their organic, organic life, organic food, everything is, is growing. It's a big, big, uh, big deal. Yeah, Italy's yeah. number one in terms of uh, size of organic vineyard globally. Yeah. So, and you guys contribute that in, in some small way. In terms no. of the, the main wines, um, is it all red or white? So, the main production is yeah. uh, red, so we produce uh, 95%. Do you make any rosato? Uh, uh, yes, we make the sparkling rosé Sangiovese. Sangiovese again. <laughs> Sangiovese again. We, we, normally, we start with the sparkling, then we have. Uh, Three different selections of uh, Sangiovese from Chianti, Chianti Riserva, and Assirio is the wine of my heart because it's dedicated to my grandfather. And uh, Assirio is the history of the winery. So in '95, in 2015, we have uh, the 20th, uh, 20th uh, 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 anniversary vintage. Yeah. So uh, it's the wine of is the, the the wine of the history of Sangiovese. Yeah. So you, are you happy? Obviously, you had a great relationship with your grandfather. Yeah. And he taught you a lot about respect for the soil. So, uh, I, 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 because when he, he was died, so he was so, but so young, but so I remember that uh, he loved to, to, to drink wine. To so, drink wine, yeah. because at this time it was very traditional, but in the Finnish, so when uh, we had, he has the opportunity to, to test it, to, to drink his wine, uh, it's changed. So, he was very happy. But in the old days, it, it sounds silly, but I mean, it was fuel, it was uh, calories, energy. Yeah, when, when you have really, Tuscan was very, very poor until until quite recently so you know we think so the wine know. was lighter but everybody yeah. was drinking big quantities yes because it's, yes it's a, it's a powerful for uh, his energy for uh, to, for the for the job so you think uh, in the 60s 70s was the, the the moment of the change but many people works in the countryside and they need they don't need to no, no need too much but drink do you grow food as well? Do you have any like? Do you grow your own vegetables? Uh, you have tree, no, no, not really. Well, we stopped. We had uh, cereals, sunflower seeds when I was very young, but then we stopped and we focused on uh, on the wine production. Mm-hmm. Okay, but well, at least you have that biodiversity in the vineyard with your cover crops yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say thanks to Lisa and Luca, Tomasini, daughter and dad. Thank great, you, Monty. You're a great team. Monty. I don't think I've ever seen so many smiley, smiley faces. Uh. When we got, normally when it's when it's mum and dad, oh, sorry, mum and daughter, or mum and mother and son, it's always that tension between, uh. you know, the, the older, the parent is thinking, oh, they're going to they're ruin this interview, and the young person, my parents are so embarrassed. No. You know, so it's great to see that you're such a wonderful team. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you so much. I remember my visit, um, it was a long time ago, it was about 15 years ago. And I remember that day, uh, I'm not saying that, I told you this before we came in the interview, um, it's one of those, there's a beautiful light that you get on the yeah. on the Tuscan coast. And I remember just, I loved walking around your vineyards because the soil was really spongy. Yeah. 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 yeah, and uh, it's always such a good sign. And at the time, you were one of the, I probably visited, I think about 60 or 70 vineyards in Tuscany. 
and some of them were organic, but yours is the visit that really stuck in my in my memory. Wow, thank you. Thank so you it's so, so nice to see you after so nice so to long, see you too. Yeah. and it's very good to see that you've um, you've got a wonderful daughter, and she's going to do a fantastic job. <laughs> thank you so much, Monty. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thank nice you. To both you. <laughs> Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 